Welcome to the DizCast, the only podcast to bring Disney and technology that much closer to home. Now, here is your host, Mark Silverman. Today is Sunday, July 19th, 2009, and this is episode number six of DizCast, the only podcast to bring Disney and technology that much closer to home. Coming up on this week's show, we're going to get back to some technology as Kyle joins us to tell us why he's switching over to a Mac. Plus, we also have some Google and Microsoft news. And also, we will catch you up with your latest Disney news, as well as a tribute to the late Walter Cronkite. You can find us on the web at www.sylvies.com forward slash podcast, or email me at mark at Now, on with the show. Now it's time for Cast Member Corner with former cast member Kyle Duffield. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Cast Member Corner here on the Discast. And once again, we are streaming live on Ustream. And we are going to give a big shout out to everyone in the Ustream chat in just a few moments. But this week, I thought instead of t- talking about um, some of my cast member stories, because I know some of you. I've been asking for some tech-related stories because we are a half Disney, half tech podcast. So I thought this would be a good chance to discuss some of my experiences in tech and what I'm planning to do in the future. As of right now, I do own a PC, which is unfortunate. <laughs> and I just had some difficulties for those in the Ustream chat, you know what, what, what happened. <laughs> but I am looking to switch to a Mac within the next few months. And I've been doing a lot of research online, watching a lot of videos, doing a, just doing a lot of looking into uh, how to switch to a Mac and it's seems to be a very uh, not very complicated process but you know something that definitely needs to be looked into um, so on so forth and I mean I've been looking to switch for a Mac to a Mac for almost a year now so I mean it's it seems like it's not that big of a trans- transition but um, it does look some it does take some getting uh, looking into. So basically what I am looking for right now is probably a 15-inch MacBook Pro, probably the higher-end version. Um, I was thinking about the 17-inch, but I think that's a little bit too expensive. And plus, um, I actually went to the Apple Store a couple of days ago, and I don't really need that big of a screen. Uh, I kind of got an idea how big screens are and such. So, um, I mean, for now that I'm into podcasting more, I think it's going to be worthwhile to get a, a Mac because you can do a lot of different variations of podcasting on there putting in music and using i mean i looked seeing garage band and it seems to work a lot better than audacity which is what i'm using to record my segment right now and i know mark uh mark silverman himself uses a mac um but i mean it it's something i've been looking into for a while and plus pc computers are really just starting to lose a lot of their flair that they had a while ago um they're not the most reliable computers uh, they're just not they're not that great computers as Macs. Macs are as some of you know viruses cannot get into Macs. They're very reliable computers and plus the service with Apple is fantastic. I mean I have an iPhone and I actually broke the iPhone during my last trip to Walt Disney World. Uh, I actually cracked the screen on it and Apple was more than generous to actually send me a new phone within two days. So I mean the service there is you, you just can't beat the service that Apple um, has. And so I, 
I have no issue whatsoever of switching to a Mac. I know I'm going to get great service. I know I'm going to get a great computer. It's going to take a little bit of getting used to, but I think it's going to be worthwhile in the end. Um, so if you guys have any um, comments or suggestions on how to switch to a Mac, if you are a Mac owner yourself, please let me know. You can email me at Kyle dot at sorry Kyle at Sylvies.com. Uh, you can also reach me on Twitter at Kyle J Duffield. Of course, you guys know that. And uh, before we go, we're going to give a big shout out to everyone on Ustream here. We have about four people in the chat right now, which is not bad. Uh, first, we have Mark, him, Mark from Remember the Magic, the Remember the Magic podcast. Thank you very much, Mark, for coming out. Appreciate it. We also have Jen Lar. Woohoo! And we have Figment1986, that's Robert Ashburn. We have Anthony Ukulo from WDWNT. And just in time for a shout out, we have Kimmy. Hey, Kimmy! So there you go. That's that's your shout-out, guys. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to hear it this Sunday on the Discast. And I appreciate you all coming out for the live Ustream. And now we'll just take it back to Mark. Thanks very much, Kyle, for that very interesting segment. I, too, when I first switched over to a Mac, it took me a little while to get used to all the new features that Mac can do and how I don't have to worry about viruses and all that other wonderful fun stuff that comes with a PC. Now, the original reason why I switched over to Mac is that's what I use in school. We use MacBooks, just like what I own now, and I felt that it was a lot easier than what I previously had, which was a Windows PC running XP. Now, don't get me wrong, Windows XP is good, and trust me, it's a lot better than Vista, but I felt that a Mac was just not only easier to use, you can do just do so much more with it. Like now, as you can see, I'm able to do podcasting, I'm able to do video stuff, and yes, not a lot of programs that run on Windows run on Mac, but the the amount of programs that do run on Mac are really good programs, good quality programs, you know, and as Kyle said in this piece, the computers are good quality, Apple gives you phenomenal service, I mean, I've had this computer for two, three years now, and I haven't had a problem that Apple couldn't fix. So the computer's well built, the service is really good, and, um, and yes, there's a hefty price tag, more than a Windows PC, but I think that you get a lot more out of a Mac than you would if you had a Windows PC. You know, if you look at all the features that Mac has versus what Windows have, Mac just beats it hand down. I mean, seriously, it's just amazing. Thanks very much, Kyle, and we look forward to your continued search for a new computer. Now it's time for a special tribute here on this cast. As many of you know, the late and great Walter Cronkite died Friday night in his home in New York. As a tribute to this man's wonderful achievements in life, I have chosen for this week's attraction ride-through to play old audio from Spaceship Earth with, nonetheless, Walter Conkright narrating. So here is the greatest version of Spaceship Earth, in my opinion. AT&T welcomes you to Spaceship Earth and invites you to explore the story of communications. And now, your host, Walter Cronkite. For eons, our planet has drifted as a spaceship through the universe. And for a brief moment, we have been its passengers. Yet in that time, we've made tremendous progress in our ability to record and share knowledge. 
So let's journey back 40,000 years to the dawn of recorded history. We'll trace the path of communications from its earliest beginnings to the promise of the future. creatures roam the land but with spoken language the ancient hunters learn to work together and meet the challenges of this hostile world the skills of survival are passed on to new generations through the art of storytelling. Not trusting this knowledge to memory alone, our ancestors create a lasting reminder with cave paintings. later, stories and knowledge are transcribed in complex pictures and symbols. Hieroglyphics mark the rise of written language. And soon, with papyrus scrolls, the written word begins to travel out across the land. The value of writing for accurate record keeping appeals to Phoenician merchants. They create an alphabet, simple enough for any to learn, and share this new tool at ports along the Mediterranean. classic Greece, the alphabet grows and flowers with new expression, and a new stage of storytelling emerges, a stage on which we examine our world and ourselves. The theater is born. system of roads, a long-distance network to carry laws and tidings over a far-reaching empire. Glorious Rome falls victim to the flames of excess. Ages of knowledge are lost or forgotten in the ashes. Islamic and Jewish scholars continue to preserve ancient wisdom in noble libraries. In their travels, they record knowledge and share their findings with cultures east and west.
In western abbeys, monks toil endlessly, transcribing ancient writings into hand-penned books of revelation. The dawn of the Renaissance brings a wondrous new machine, the printing press. Now books and authors flourish as never before. A time of renewed interest in the worlds of poetry and music, science, philosophy, and art. Behold the majesty of the Sistine ceiling. wave of inspiration, we sail into a bold new era, an age of astounding inventions and ever-increasing progress in communications. communications, we can send messages instantly over long distances. Signals and voices crisscross the nation. Radio and movies inform and entertain millions. Then television brings the world into our homes, profoundly changing our perceptions of life itself. communications create an ever-increasing flow of facts and figures. To manage this growing storehouse of information, we invent the computer, a revolutionary tool made practical by the tiny transistor. Today, we're merging the technologies of communications and computers to store, process, and share information. And we're creating a vast electronic network stretching from our homes to the reaches of space. entered a wondrous new age, the age of information, a time of new promise and new hope for ourselves and Spaceship Earth.
our search for understanding is unbounded by space and time. Centuries of information stand ready to reach us in an instant. Our link with the past, our hope for the future. age, our knowledge and tools of communication will continue to grow and improve. We'll discover new ways to share our ideas and dreams, to create a better world for today, tomorrow, and tomorrow's child. of this new era will extend our reach, expand the capabilities of the human mind, and help us shape a better tomorrow.
time of unprecedented choice and opportunity. So let us explore and question and understand. Let us learn from our past and meet the challenges of the future. Let us go forth and fulfill our destiny on Spaceship Earth. AT&T, thank you for traveling through Spaceship Earth and look forward to serving you in the information There you have it, the one, the only, Walter Conkite, narrating Spaceship Earth in Epcot. will be missed. It's time, as I said at the top of the show, to bring in some technology with the big news, the Microsoft and Google debates. And, well, here we go. In less than one week, Google has announced that they will release their operating system to complete with Windows. They have, And Windows has, back, has fired back, saying that Office 10 will include free online versions of its former popular programs. A shot at Google's suite of web-based offices. Now, the problem with this is this war between Google and Microsoft is not is pretty much like the war between Apple and Microsoft, which in that case is just crazy. You know, this war has been going on forever, and it's been said by CNN that this is pretty much going to be the battle over who's going to be king of tech. Is it going to be Microsoft or is it going to be Google? And to me, this is just crazy, crazy. It really is. I mean, there's so many things. There's browser differences. There's Internet Explorer, there's Google Chrome, there's Safari, there's Google Search, and now there's Microsoft's quote-unquote Bing, which is now trying to get a piece of that market. And there's also, you know, so many other things, like the new Microsoft operating system, Windows 10, well, Windows 7, which is coming up, but slowly, you know, there you can see all these other companies going into the uh, market. Google is now slowly stepping into that market with the Google OS, which will be web and browser-based, which is just pretty crazy. And as said here on the CNN article, instead of one top of the OS as developers for Windows and Apple OX do, it will let develop it will let web developers extend the power of their websites by enabling expanding the capabilities of their browsers, allowing websites to learn on the browsers storage and processing help which is I think it's just phenomenal I think it's a really good idea you know and ever since Google really started to come into this market they really really have nailed it to the point where they've been you know the top search engine site the top a lot of things and they're slowly with the mail and everything else it's just really going crazy and even advertising, Google is, you know, now slowly moving into advertising, you know? Their Google's low, you know, Google's called, has thing called AdSense, which they, which people pay Google to put their ads on their site. But Microsoft, you know, online, Microsoft has set their own ads out, but it was just crazy loss, you know? And all I know is this war is gonna be absolutely crazy. 
to see who comes out on top, you know, after everything that comes, after everything's said and done, who is the, you know, top tech guy. And so far, I'm, my, my money's going with Google, only because of their past success with, uh, with, well, Google itself, the search engine, and Google AdSense, and all Google Docs, and all these other wonderful programs that Google has to offer us. All I can say is, let's just see what happens in a week and see who really is the king of tech. It's time to get you caught up with your latest Disney news. First up, Marty Sklar, the famous Walt Disney Imagineering Imagineer, has gotten his own window on Disneyland after 54 years of working in Imagineering. This comes on the 54th birthday of Disneyland. If you would like to see it, please visit my blog at sylvies.com forward slash blog. In another piece of news, a Disney World bus has crashed. Recently, 12 people were hurt, but no one was killed. And this crash comes 11 days after the monorail crash, which killed Austin Weinberg. Now, to me, I say that this is a wake-up call to Disney going, Hey guys, why are you not monitoring your transportation system close enough? Because, obviously, you have two major, almost major, well, to have at least one major accident, and almost another major accident, you know, within 11 days of each other, it has to be a wake-up call to somebody at the transportation people. You know, it has to be a wake-up call that they better monitor their system a little better. And last bit of news here, the a plants have been leaked for a Magic Kingdom Fantasyland expansion. It's a little too long to read here on the podcast, so go to uh, the Disney blog, which is at http forward slash forward slash www.thedisneyblog.com. I will quickly go through a few different things. It moves a few things back. They add two Dumble Land areas, so pretty much two Dumble flying things. Um... They have a new Pixie Hollowland, and they're updating the Little Mermaid attraction. And that's it for your news this week. That's just about to do it here on the Discast this week. First, before we go, I'd like to give a big shout out to my friend. Fred Scott over on the Mortis Matinee podcast. And let me just tell you, it is a great podcast to listen to for movie reviews, you know, and get a whole family aspect with it. So visit them over on themortis.com. And once again, everybody, thanks for listening this week. And if you have any comments or suggestions, please feel free to drop me an email. That's mark at sylvies.com. Or Kyle an email. That's kyle at sylvies.com. With any comments, suggestions, anything at all. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for joining us this week on the DizCast. Be sure to join us next week. And until then, have a great week.